Greg is sexy and he knows it. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Do it. Chris, show me the dance moves, Chris. Up on the table, up on the table, up on the chair, up on the chair. Gonna leave my pants on. <laughs> Gonna leave my pants on. Why is Rambo dancing? Rambo, He's... Rambo, stop dancing. The, the leg hump is not a dance. <laughs> oh, sorry. The leg hump. <laughs> it's like, that's like the, 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 the guy on the club. I'm not going to... <laughs> Ask you to dance. I'm just gonna come dry hump you through your pants. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> because I'm sexy and you I know it. it. Hey guys, what's up? Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. Man, we're gonna do the music of 2011. Right. We're gonna do some hits. We're gonna do some stuff that probably you guys haven't heard. We're gonna do some rock. We're gonna do some pop stuff. Some stuff that thinks it's rock but isn't. Man, just kind of give our take on it. Um, and I'm pretty excited for this episode. We've already done 92. We've done 87. They've yeah. both been pretty, pretty popular episodes. So you know, we decided to take it into the new millennium, 2011. Oh yeah, the year of intern number two. <laughs> <laughs> um, first off, you guys, you can get a hold of us on TikTok and Instagram, BigTalkCG.podcast. You can email us on Gmail. BigTalkCG at gmail.com, Twitter at BigTalkCG, and on the Facebook. I think that's it. I think I got it right, covered. Um, I want to tell you our TikTok has been blowing up, dude. Oh, good. We've got a lot of a lot of people on there. Thank you, everybody, for going to our social media, liking us. We love being liked. Yeah. We love being loved. So with that said, we we actually need to do more videos and release more, We need to more, do right? more videos. Um. Yep, more videos. We, we would love we love that people love our our stuff we're putting out there. But you know what? We would love for you guys to go check out our podcast as well. Oh yeah, definitely um, do that. You know, that's view, the bread view, and butter. Views are good. Man, we love entertaining. We love our buttons getting smashed, man. <laughs> Smash my button. Smash my button. Uh but we would love for you guys to participate in the podcast let us know what you guys think about that yeah give wherever. us some feedback give us some feedback man we uh, we want to hear from you yeah spotify apple google samsung you go to our link tree the Stitcher. link is in our instagram uh, account and uh, it'll take you there and it, it, tell, it shows you everywhere you can contact us and listen to the podcast all right enough of that let's go to some music you ready yeah start ready? me off man all right let's go let me get all these volumes ready Brrr. let's go How's that for you? That sounds pretty good. Yeah. This is ACDC? This is not <laughs> ACDC. A best of I knew I that know. one, man. I know you knew. Um, this is actually a band called 77. You know, they're actually from Spain. Oh, okay, cool. And uh, they came out with, uh, they've been around, had been around for a couple years. In 2011, they came out with an album. Uh, and this was uh, uh uh, called High Decibels. This is the title track to it, man. They are just right out of yeah, the definitely. Playbook. You think you're listening to some Bon Scott, ACDC, it's rocking. It's great, it, and they rock it that way proudly. They're like, "Yep, we sound like them." Yeah, oh, I love it. You guys could check them out. They're called Seventy Seven. Good stuff. Is, dude. It, is this the first album? Second album? This is their second album. They second had an album. album in okay, cool. This is their second. They've had five releases. The last one was in 2018. So they're still going strong. Nice. And you're from Spain, right? So they're familiar with the Big Talk podcast. Yep. All right, Spain. We want to hear from you guys, man. Cool, man. That sounds. That sounds killer. Yeah. Sounds great, man. Nice rocking song, man. 
I like it. You start off with something different, but something from that age of, you know. Yeah, yeah. I love it. 2011. All right, you ready? Yeah, dude. Let's go to the next. You know, we wanted to do a little something different, a little something we aren't necessarily isn't our bread and butter. Diversify ourselves, diversify our audience. This is Adele. Yeah. Someone like you, dude. And man, she has an amazing voice. Yeah. Let's not lie about that, dude. Her voice is awesome. You know, her voice is horrible. I decided to lie. No, I'm just kidding, dude. Oh, okay. I was going to say, whoa, what's going on with that one? Yeah, she has a great voice, dude. Great voice. That's what I thought too, man. And, um, that was one of the, time, the things that I, when we were doing homework, we were looking at that. And I remember this song, and this was a pretty big song. I know she has a couple of hits. What is it? Uh, that on the other on this album, uh, too. Rolling in the Deep. There you go. I think that's the one I'm more familiar with. But I can't deny when a, a great vocalist, um, I hear, you know, coming from the radio waves out there, man. So it's, it's actually a great song. A great artist, and I thought she did a great job on this, man. Yep, this album, album and single both came out in uh, uh, 2011. This one, uh, or excuse me, I'm sorry, the album came out in 2010. This song came out in January of 2011. As a single, right? As a yeah. single. Uh, so that's how we're working it in here. Uh, but yeah, did you know that a lot of this album, she recorded some demos, had it produced, and then they actually, the label wanted um, Rick Rubin to help her do production. Uh, she, they basically did the whole album. She was very unhappy with it, scrapped it, yeah. went back to all the earlier stuff and said, we're going gonna, gonna to stick with this stuff. But uh, one of the things that I really love about Adele and her is her voice is one thing that's really missing from music these days. And even in 2011 is emotion. You can like hear it when she sings. You hear oh, the definitely. emotion, you feel it. It's not just out there to get on the radio. It's like this. You can feel it. That obviously inspired by a relationship she was in at the time. Great, dude. I would love for her to do something a little more rock, and I think she could kill it. What do yeah, you think? There you go. That's uh, that would be interesting if she was down to do that kind of stuff. You know, sometimes artists like their bread and butter, and they kind of stick with just songs. Or sometimes you got to put some peanut butter and jelly on that sandwich. Right, right. Mix it up a little bit. Mix it. All right, man. You ready to go? Yeah, definitely. And uh, this, this this whole playlist will be made available to the whole Big Talk Nation when we right, drop this episode. So you guys can come and listen to it track by track. Do a little listening. Party. All right, let's go. Next song. Yeah. This is uh, one of my favorites. I know Greg is very fond of them as well. Alter Bridge. This is the song Isolation. Killer, man. This is awesome, awesome stuff from these guys. Yeah, we um, talked about these guys uh, in our last episode about the music entrance themes, and uh, they do the theme Metalingus for Edge. Great, great. Yeah. One of the top five all-time entrance music. Um, you know, I, pay, I I thought this would be a great song to have on here. This is off, off of their third album. I thought this would be great because this actually um, was on the mainstream rock charts for seven straight weeks right? in January. Okay. So... It shows that you gotta look for it a little bit, dude. You gotta yeah. die for that rock. You can find it because you're not gonna find it on radio. You got if you have your Sirius XM, of course you can find it. But man, you gotta do a little digging. You gotta follow your bands. You gotta find your favorite websites to follow, and you know some in Twitter accounts and social media. And you'll, you'll be able to find all the stuff you need to. But man, this is a whole album. I really love their first album, but this whole album, uh, uh, Alter Bridge Three. Great top to bottom. Well, that, that's what it. I'm saying is they probably by this time they did a couple of tours. They're ready, gelled together. They know what they're doing and stuff like that. So oh, you're yeah. right with you. I'm great on this. 
And like you said, this is the third album. And uh, this album was released on 2010, but this single came out on 2011, and that's why it's on our list. Uh, great song, Chris, and it's rocking, man. Totally, um, if you're not into Alter Bridge, guys, check them out, man. Yeah. All these are, it, you know, you, you may not hear all kinds of hits, but you're going to hit some good rock songs, yeah, man. It's solid. All, yeah. every, all their stuff is solid. This was the number eight overall rock song by Airplay, Modern Rock. Wow, yeah, that's pretty number good, eight. man. Um, Miles Kennedy, great voice, Marcia Monte on guitar. You can't, you can't, you can't lose that. No, not at all, man. Not at all. Um, let's go to the next one. All right. Ooh, yeah. And just just so you guys know, uh, we did we did this like we do a lot of our lists. Greg makes his list. Like the Power Ballads. Go yeah. back and listen to the Power Ballads two episodes ago. Um, I think episode 64, I believe. Or 65. Uh, 66. We, yeah, we make a list. <laughs> Greg makes a list. I make a list. We merge the lists, eliminate duplicates, and then we go through it. And... We put on boxing gloves to decide which songs stay and go. Um, last time we had a sword fight, but we kept freaking brushing each other's tip. So we had to do a different way of deciding. Yeah. So this time we did a boxing match. And uh, Greg, this was one of your songs you wanted on there, Anthrax. Uh, yeah, man. This is from the 2011 Worship Music. Um, this is when Joey finally came back to the, uh, the band after the guys um, took a break from Joey and did a few albums. Um, he came back and, you know, brought this solid sound that they love, you know, the more of the thrash sounded. Yep. Um, great. Um, wasn't really very, very super popular, but there was a lot of good songs, and the album is definitely a, a worth listening to, man. A lot of good thrash uh, style. Uh, great stuff, man. Can't yeah. say enough about it. Love it. Uh, released September 2011. This was actually released a couple months before in June 24, 2011. Man, it's great. Uh Classic, 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 good sound. sound. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's right what you would expect from them. Totally check this out if you haven't. If you're an Anthrax fan and you haven't, you know, kept up with them, go back to this, man. 2011, worship music, totally good, man. All right, man, bring me to the next Next song. Yeah. This is another one from my list. This is Avenged Sevenfold. Um, The album was released in 2010, but the single came from... 2011. It's called uh, So Far Away. Um, I think this song is more of about Rev, the drummer who passed away probably about two, 2009, 2010. And the guys continued, um, wrote the album and uh, uh, kept most of his drums that he already played on it. And for their, But it's a great emotional song, man. Uh, love it so much, man. Event Sevenfold. I know I introduced them to, to Chris uh, years ago. And he, after, um, did I burn a copy for you? You gave me a burn copy. I gave you a burn copy, huh? A burn CD. And he told me, dude, I didn't even take this out of my months. Yeah. It was like two or at least two months. You're like, dude, I can't even get it out of my uh, my CD player. I didn't yeah. even change it. So it was good. Vincent Sample, great man. Uh, that's, this is not the only time you hear about them from us. Yeah. Anything you want to add to that one? No, dude, I think you said it all, man. Great. Um, I, I kind of like how they... You know, they really used to be a hard, aggressive. Nice to see them change it up a little bit um, with this tender ballad, you know, about a fallen friend. So it yeah. was nice. Nice to hear it and see it. Great. Yeah. Great song. Great band. Love it. Let's go to the next one. This is a band called Black Cherry. Excuse me. Blackstone Cherry. <laughs> 
Um, this is one of my picks I had on here. I like uh, straight up rock band. Yeah, little definitely. Little Southern Twist. They're out of Kentucky. Uh, and this is uh, off of their album Between the Devil and the Deep Blue Sea from 2011. Uh, they have uh, seven albums, the latest one in 2020. But this is basically what you're going to get from them. Uh, straight up rock and roll. Li- nice little chorus, but man, nothing fancy. Just straight ahead rock and roll. This is probably a band that maybe some of you have heard of. They got a quasi. You'll hear something from them every once in a while on Sirius XM. It'll pop okay, up. Okay, yeah, once I've in a seen while, that but, too. Um, you're not gonna hear them on the radio, but another one of those bands you gotta you gotta look for. Yeah, uh, great stuff, man. I, like you said, I love that southern uh, tweak to it. So it almost could be country hard if you want to look at it. I like that country hard, you know, or, or a little something like that. But totally great sound. Yeah, good, good solid, straightforward rock and roll with a southern twist. Yeah, yeah. Love it. Love it. Let's go. All right. Ooh. Black Tide. This is from their second album. Um, You know, me and Chris got introduced to Black Tide, uh, their previous album, their first debut album, and I can't tell you enough how much it rocked. I mean, these guys guys were in their teens, early teens, not late teens, sorry, late teens, and these guys are now probably 20, 21, 22, but this album... Wasn't as good as the first one when that first came out, but there's still a good lot of rock solid songs. Um, this came from my list, and I love it. I think it's great, man. Yeah, uh, Light from Above, their their debut from 2008 was just a killer. Yeah, uh, killer album. One of my favorites. Uh, we saw them live, I believe, at the Mayhem Festival play as well. Oh yeah, uh, we gotta this, beat them too. Yeah, this is off uh, Postmortem, their second album. This song is called That Fire. Uh, like Greg said, it's not as good as the previous album, but when you make a masterpiece like that, it's hard to follow it up. And uh, I mean, it's still good. It's solid, super solid. Uh, once again, another band you guys have probably maybe never heard of, or a band that you got uh, you gotta look for to find them, or you you know. You follow them because you love them. I don't think they, they're making any music, right? They just did that those two albums? That is correct. Uh, uh, oh, no, no. They released some stuff. They released one more in 2015, Chasing Shadows. Uh, oh, okay. But they haven't done... Uh, uh, Gabriel Garcia, who's the founder, the main guy in the band, he's working on solo stuff. He's not really with the rest of the band anymore. He's doing his own. So he wanted to take a... All right, man. Yeah. Sounds good. If you get a chance, man, please check out the first album, Light From Above. Don't forget, check out Postmortem too, man. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's go to the next song. One of our favies right here, dude. A little little pop punk thing going on. This is Blink-182. Yeah. After Midnight is the name of the song. Uh, off of the Neighborhoods album. And I'm going to tell you what, dude. This song right here really, if you've never listened to Blink or if you have, this just sounds like them. This is what they sound like. This is a really good song. It, it also, really good. It also sounds like uh, they're maturing a little bit in yeah. that sense. From if you listen to, I think it's a Jude Ranch, to you know this neighborhood, you can definitely hear a different sound uh, growth with these guys. And I think it's good. Um, my wife loved them, so that's how I knew a lot of their stuff. So you know, I'm gonna say it's. it's I've seen them a few times. Blinks always blink to me. They, yeah. they come out, they rock it, have fun. Um, Take no punches, and you know this is 
they're, they're not inventing the wheel, so this is what you get from Blink. Yeah. Uh, this was off their Neighborhoods album from 2011, like uh, we said. Eight years between their last album and this one. You know, they broke up. They were doing their own things. Uh, Angels and Airwaves, I believe, yeah. one of the bands that, that yeah. came Plus out of 44. It. Yeah, so good to see them back together uh, and do this album. But, man, good stuff. This this is just sounds just like anything they've ever done, which is not a, uh, a slam on them. This is this is a good song. Dude. Yeah, solid. I totally dug it too, man. Love it. All right. All right, let's go to the next one. Yeah. All right, this is a one from my list. Uh, Chicken Foot, which we all know with Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, Chad from Red Hot Chili Peppers, and I think Satriani. Satriani was on guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from their second album. That is uh, uh, Chicken Foot 3, but um, it's album number two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's their second album called Chicken Foot 3. All right, so this is more of a, a balladish. Um, but I, I, from this song and from these songs that I heard, I thought this was one that caught me the most, and I really wanted to say it out there because I do remember Sammy and the guys continuing on, um, and they kind of had it as a super group, but it was really good and worth it. So I think... We just missed them at the Universal, Chris. You know, like I think those were on the days when they were doing the Universal tours and are doing where we could have seen my Universal Amphitheater. But, anyways, I thought this was a great um, super group album. You know, nobody really stands out. Everybody, it all sounds good. And they bring just a little different feel to everybody from everybody from Satriani, who's mostly known for instrumental. Uh, you have Sammy and Michael Anthony, who the Van Halen, you know, foundation right there, or the. Uh, Van Halen Part 2 and you always want to say it and then you got Chad from Red Hot Chili Peppers who's known as more of a funky drummer but he does sound good as a rock drummer man so sounds yeah, good to me everything you just said is spot on uh, I don't know if I can add to it funky drumming straight you know uh, what do you call it uh, just great guitar playing and then you know the vocals of Hagar and Michael Anthony, just, just great, dude. Can't, can't get enough of this band. Uh, they're great. When they came out, I remember it was a big hoopla about, oh, my God, the supergroup's coming out, and they did right for sure. Let's go to the next song. Yeah. Another one from my list. This is also a part of the supergroup uh, era. Mm-hmm. It's called The Damn Things. Um, Scott Ian from Anthrax. Um, Joe from Fall Out Boy. Um, you know, uh, I think Andy from Fall Out Boy also. Um, another guy from Alkaline Trio. And, uh, um, God, I forgot his name. From Keith Buckley. Keith, the singer from, um, God, I hear it. Every Time I Die. God damn it. Every Time I Die, which I do love too, damn it. Um, anyways, they decided to get together. Uh, kind of, guys just rocked out. They had a good sound to them. Um, they did this first album, and I can't tell you how much I love it. Same thing, came out in 2010, uh, continued 2011. I know they did a tour, um, and they just rocked it, man. There's like at least, Chris, three to four solid good songs that you could play on the radio. This was one of them. I totally loved it. It's very pumped, um, and it sounds a little different than any of the guys that are doing in, in the band right now. So, And they even came out with a second album you know, years later on. But I love this song. This is Totally Rocks. I love it, man. I uh, totally dig it. I had never heard this band before, so I'm glad that I have because now it's a band I'm going to add to my playlist because there's a lot of good stuff. So thank you, Greg. 
I always listen to the stuff you recommend, dude. All the, all well, the, I mean, I, know I that always listen to the stuff that I've never heard <laughs> or haven't heard the whole song. I haven't heard that my co host says is good. Yeah. I always listen to it. I bet that you check it out and give it and you give it a shot. I give it a shot. Yeah. Sometimes shot. you'll hear the music, you hear the just the gel that these guys are are continuing. Uh, and it's good, man. It almost has a Foo Fighter feel to it. It kinda has that Okay. Which is not a bad thing. No, no, I'll give you that. Not a two thousand eleven Foo Fighter thing. Yeah, but previous <laughs> previous, yeah. Maybe three or four years before that. Alright, dude, let's go. Alright. Alright, another band which I brought to the table. Um, if you heard our Valentine's episode, I brought this up. This is a day to remember. Um, and just killer. There was a lot of good songs from here, Chris. I just couldn't decide which one. Um, the album is called What Separates Me From You. Uh, was released 2010, but this single came out 2011. Um, there's a lot of good songs on this album. Uh, just to name a few of them. Um, All I Want. Uh, this one. And it... This is the house that Doubt built, which is totally killer. A fun one, Chris. Second sucks. Um, better off this way. I mean, those are some of the hit songs from this uh, album release. Um, I wasn't into them at this time. My wife was. So that's how I find this album a little later. But there's a lot of good songs. And if you like Data Rambert, they are they are finding their way on the next album. But this album is a good staple. You want to check it out? Check it out, man. It's a lot yeah. of good songs. Uh, I don't really listen to this band, but it's good stuff. Um, yeah, we had it on the Power Ballad episode. Uh, yeah, dude, it's 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 great, dude. It's, it's I got nothing bad to say about it, dude. It sounds phenomenal. Uh, they did good. Come out, they did come out with an album in 2021, so man, they're still going strong. Yeah, because we're getting yeah. I love uh, seeing songs, the songs called It's Complicated. I didn't know if you had said that. I just want to throw that out there. Actually, I did it, man. Thank you for that. And, uh, all right, let's go. Let's go to the next song. Let's continue on with Greg's utter domination of this list that we made. <laughs> <laughs> totally, man. All right, this is called, this is from Five Finger Death Punch. It's called Remember Everything. And you know, Chris, the first time I heard this, I thought it was a great song. I was like, gee whiz. Now, on that Mayhem Festival, we did see Black Tide. We did see this band, uh, Five Finger Dead Punch, and you know they were on their first album. And me and Chris didn't like them. We were we kind of they were you know playing live, and we kind of just kind of walked by with our beer in our hand and kind of just looked at them and kind of you know shook our heads and we're like, okay, we're ready to go on to the next band. And we kind of did that. So, but I don't remember that too much from that first album. But this song, I thought it was good, totally killer. Loved it. I love the emotion on it. That's why I, I picked it. Um, I actually originally kind of going through looking at music. I had this, and then I listened. I really listened to it. And I took it off my list. Um, it was yeah. it was kind of whatever for me. It was not terrible, but it, I didn't think it was. Uh, I didn't want to lift it up on my list. But then I saw it on yours. I was like, okay, great, put it on there. Sweet, we can put it on the list. So all right. Uh, so not something you would normally want to say too much. I just didn't. I was ex- I was totally expecting something different when I saw Five Finger Death Punch. I was like, oh, and then this started, and I was like, okay. I like even though it's, I mean, if I want to be honest, it's not a terrible song. I was just expecting something different from these guys. So maybe that's what it is. You know what I mean? When you're expecting something different from a band, and you get something that's totally different, you're like. 
Maybe that's what I like. I like sometimes uh, to find the deeper song or the songs that uh, catch me for a reason. And you're right, they do have other songs, but this one, I guess, caught me uh, for the fact of saying remember everything. Sometimes in life or when you think about things and you play it in your head a thousand times, you remember everything, all the small details of, that you need to. And that, maybe that's how I... Uh, yeah. And this was a single, this is actually it. their... Well, you're not alone. This is actually their highest charted single. Yeah. 25 on the U.S. Alternative, uh, 2 on U.S. Mainstream Rock, 9 on U.S. Rock Chart. So this is, was definitely their biggest hit. So I guess when you, I don't want to say, I'm not going to say sell out because that's not what they did. A sellout would be the whole album. Yeah. Uh, but when you put something out that's a little more radio friendly, you're going to get more listeners, and that's exactly what happened. Hey, dude, make some money, baby. What do you for go. a living? I make some money, baby. That's what we're trying to do. Eat it. Let's go. <laughs> Get it, Chris. Speaking of the right. Foo, the Foo Fighters, um, we had a couple. This day we had this song, Walk. We also had um, Rope on here. We decided to go with this one. Yeah. Um, man, this is probably the best song on the album. Uh, I And they, they kind of... I wasn't a huge fan of this album. I wasn't a huge fan of the direction the band was going in at this time. It wasn't their best work. This album or this song is actually pretty good, though. They were they're world dominant, so we had to put them on the list because this is what was going on in 2011 with Foo Fighters. Um, that's it, dude. That's all I, I think I re- I remember you. I remember this album at the time, and you're right. Now listen to it as a whole. It is a little different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, if we didn't, if you remember what we were talking about, this band, the album is called Wasting Light. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I think it did have a different direction, not so many memorable singles, and to me, this was one of the memorable ones. There's a few other songs. Uh, Rope was one of the songs. Yeah. Dear Rosemary was an, also another one that I thought was a really good from this album. Um, I liked it. I don't love it. It's, I had a lot more Foo Fighter songs that I absolutely love, but this isn't a bad song, and for this year that we're talking about, it rocks, man. What's yeah. going on? We can go on from there, but yeah, man, I'm ready to go. Oh, here we go, Chris. Oh, oh. Do Huge it. hit <laughs> in 2011. Foster the People pumped up kicks. Um, right? I told Chris, I put I put songs on here more from the pop side just because in that year I remember these songs out there. Not that I listen to them on an everyday basis, but they were out there and some of these songs are going, why do these guys have this on here? It's not all rock for us, guys. We're trying to give you a feel. We're trying to paint a picture of 2011 if you remember it. you know. Here's, a, here's what pisses me off. This is what pisses me off, dude. This song won Billboard Music Award. I mean, it was 2011, but the 2012 yeah. awards, yeah. it won Top Rock Song. What this is, to me, is I, not I, close. This is pop. This yeah. is not even close to rock. Like, what's going on here, Who's dude? Who's in charge of the... Of the uh, what'd you say it was? What, who won it? Billboard. Who's in charge of Billboard and the rock category? I don't know, dude, but... It, yeah, I remember no. this is one of those songs you couldn't get away from. It yeah. was everywhere. Um, just did not up my alley, but this is what was hot, dude. This is what was big in 2011. Yeah. And you're, every once in a while, you'll still hear this music. But, man, just... I, I don't. Wasn't I, I don't it, it? Wasn't it in the commercial too? Like probably, you know, probably listen to the commercial. Probably uh, on the album. I believe the album "Torches." Um, 
2011. This was released in uh, 2011 as well, but I don't know. You Greg, can... Greg, I let Greg do his thing, dude. Let him dominate this thing. <laughs> Move a little forward. Let him put it. Let him put it out there, and then we'll just talk about it. All right, let's go to the next song. There you go. All right, this is from Incubus. Uh, it's from the album "If Not Now, When," 2011. Uh, this is this whole album was really good, but I loved this song. Um, in the company of wolves. I don't know if you want me to talk about it. I am not an Incubus fan. I don't know why. I know that they're, I'm air quoting, they're supposed to be a really good band. Nothing they've ever done has ever hit my ear right, has ever made me feel anything. And I did not like the song. Okay. Wow. It's, it, but I will tell you this it sounds like they're trying to Pink Floyd it up. The first thing I thought of was Pink Floyd when I heard the song. So that probably put them even more on, in a hole. I was like, oh, they're trying to do Pink Floyd stuff. I just, Incubus just doesn't do it for me. Okay. I don't know what it is. And I've tried. Okay. That's not, like, a pro- that's not a problem. I got. So. I have no problem with that. But for me, Chris, Incubus music takes me somewhere. Makes me feel like I want to be outside. That I want to be listening on headphones like we always yeah, tell dude. people. There you go. And I want to hear every sound. I want to hear every emotion. I want to feel... And then I want to feel like they take me on a destination. And for me, that's what Incubus is. Yeah. And I love it for whatever reason it is, man. That's and, just me. And listening to this song, it's got, it's almost like three parts, right? It's got this beginning part. It's got that middle thing. And yeah. then it ends differently. I was, I was kind of. Well, I, I could have picked one of the other hits on there, but I didn't. But this is the song that I wanted to well, yeah. put out there, there uh, in the world for if you haven't heard this, um, guys, really take a uh, a a shot and listen to this album as a whole, I think it's really good. So if you are familiar with Incubus, great. If you're not, take a shot at it because you never know what you're going to hear and what the sounds you're doing. You know, Chris true. is a little different, which is fine. I have no problem against it. But for me on my side over here, I love it and I rock it. And like I said, whenever I, I've seen them play this live once, Chris, and I loved it. Well, that's different. <laughs> that's different, dude. You could see a band you totally hate and see them live, and if the energy is coming yeah. off, the, yeah. <laughs> you could go see any band of any kind of music, and if that energy is coming off that stage, it's going to be incredible and amazing. Pop, hip-hop, rock, anything, and yeah. it's going to be great. Well, we're and not going to have a great time. Man. And just to side note it, it, the great thing about it is me and Greg, inside you know, like the realm of things, we are... It's very similar in our taste, but when you start looking at things, we're very different in what we like and what we don't like. That's what makes us great. Yeah, that's what makes the big talk. That's what makes the podcast great. Man, and that's uh, keeps us arguing and keeps us hugging to make up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go to the next song. Ooh, another Greggy, another Greggy favorite. All right, Um, Uh, you know, you did put this on this list. Um, I did not, but this song. Reminds me of the kids. It was in Madagascar, I think, two. The one where they escape the zoo and they go join the zoo. Yeah. And uh, man, this song. So I probably have heard this song more than anybody in the Big Talk Nation. I've heard this song so many times, and it's kind of funny because every time I hear it, I kind of do this move. Yeah, little bopping of the head. Okay. Yeah. It's not horrible. So this also uh, was from her second album called Teenage Dream. Same thing, 2010, but the single came out 2011. Um, to be honest, Chris, I think she's a good singer. Yep. Um, and she's a great pop artist. I know she started off with, you know, One for the Boys uh, on 2008, but she, you know, really blew up. And this song itself 
blew up itself. So, you know, that's why I brought it to the list saying, you know, it's a pop song, 2011. Not my style, but I can appreciate for what it was as a pop song in this year. So we'll go that way. Take but uh, this is very popular. I remember that. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, Teenage Dream was the album. But yeah, uh, it, she's got a good voice. Yeah, uh, it's not definitely. my thing, but uh, yeah, you can see it. And I didn't think that her Super Bowl halftime show was as terrible as people think it was. I thought it was all right. I don't remember it. When, yeah. What was that? What year? Uh, Who won that Super Bowl? That's what I thought. <laughs> I only remember two Super Bowls, the, the most amazing one and the most devastating one. I'm a Seahawks fan. I guess you guys can probably guess which one two of those were. Uh, yeah, not not terrible, not not necessarily up my alley, but hey, pop song is exactly what it is. It's catchy, it stays in your head. There you go, yeah. dude. Um, Katy Perry, very singable, firework. All right, let's go to the next one. And it's and it's an inspiring song if you listen to the lyrics. Yes, definitely. So, next, let's go to the next one. All right, so. I brought this up to. Uh, I was surprised. I'm waiting for Chris to say something on this one, but this is corn. It's called Get <laughs> Why Up. I think I left it on the list. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's called Get Up. It's with Skrillex. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Skrillex, Skrillex was is a dubstep type of DJ. Um, so corn decided to do a different direction for this whole album that they did, where they took different DJs along with their music and kind of entwined it in each other and even did a tour with some of these guys. Um, they didn't do their arena tour. They did more of their theater tour and it, it somehow worked. To, is it similar to their usual sound? Yes, but you can definitely hear a different sound from these guys. I, I don't love it. I usually love the usual corn stuff, but this was good. There's some songs that were good enough that I really liked. Go ahead, Chris. You know, um, Sometimes even when you, if you don't like stuff, you have to recognize that it's two of the biggest artists in two different genres coming together to do something together. Skrillex with the dubstep club scene and Korn with that heavy new metal that they mm -hmm. did kind of on the rap metal fringe. So yeah, they definitely need to be included in this list because it's two of the biggest artists in, from two totally different genres coming together and trying to make something amazing. I think it falls flat. I think it falls short. I'm tired of hearing that. Every, I just, I have no problem with corn. Corn is great. I don't hold them up on a pedestal like a lot of people do, but I have no problem with corn. I think they're a great band. They did a lot for the rock scene. Um, they've done a lot of great stuff. Skrillex, I'm not a fan of, of him at all. I wasn't a fan of this song. It's everything that Jay-Z and Linkin Park's collaboration album it wants to be everything that that album was, which was a great album. Okay. That album you, you great. You want to look at it that way? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, but I just wasn't a fan of it. Like, I got no problem with this part of it. But then when Skrillex got Skrillex in it up, I'm just like, ah. yeah. It's like it ruins the song. Like, right here, I'm fine. I know it's got a little bit of a beat in the back. You know, it's probably not corn. It's probably the vocals and everything over the top. But then this comes in, I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. Can't well, do it. that's what I thought was the sound of this. Like I said, they were trying to get, uh, they were trying to bring more mainstream dubstep into the mainstream rock, and you know, decided to do a collaboration with a bunch of different artists. And they kind of, they pulled out. I don't think it was their best work, but they did what they did with it. All right, man, so, ready to move on. 
Oh. This is a song we heard at the opening, and I'm sexy, and I know it. This is LMFAO, another Greggy favorite. <laughs> well, let, let, let's cut Greg some slack. He said, hey, we need to, let's talk about not just the music we like. Let's interject what was actually going on in 2011. we got to give the year some context. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, poking fun at him. But yeah, it's good that we put some of these songs as bad or as great as they are. But this is where pop music was in 2011. Yeah. And I don't know what the hell anybody was. I don't know what's going on. This is, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what this is supposed to be. But I do, you do remember it being out and everybody playing it and the, you know the pop stations. You could not you could get away from the song. Exactly, and that's why I wanted to put it back on the list of remembering some things that are going on and stuff like that, man. Um, let me ask you this much, Chris: One Hit Wonders. Where are they today? Yeah, I think they had one other song, but does it really matter? No. Because they're sexy, and where did they go? I don't know. I don't know. They got a couple of dad bods, a couple of dad kids, and they're not doing it. You ready to go? I'm ready to go, man. Let's go. Listen to that. We're Skrillex now. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, Move it, Chris. Adam Levine and Maroon 5. Um, another one kind of let us know where we were in 2011. This is uh, Moves Like Jagger uh, from Maroon 5. Uh, apparently in 2011 This is rock music I'm not a big fan of this song Maroon 5 has done some stuff That I'm like oh I like that That okay. sounds good um, Sometimes his voice gets on my nerves Sometimes it doesn't They're not a horrible band I'm just not a big fan of this song But in 2011 this is where we're at And it, that, that's really all I gotta say about it I wasn't a fan of Maroon 5 at all I think Adam takes Too much of the spotlight so it's more about him than the actual band, but he does know how to sing. He, you know, comes up with some pop songs, and this is definitely probably their one of their popular songs. Yeah. And this is very, you know, kind of smart in a sense of moves like Jaggers, meaning if you look into it, it's moves like Mick Jagger, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, you know, I remember this song. I said it's not on my usual list, but I, in 2011. It's around 11. It's got to be on your list, but yeah, yeah, it's not our thing, and it's on the t- towards the top of the rock charts for for 2011. But it's not even. I don't see it as a rock song. So yeah, I'm ready to go to the next song. Go ahead, baby. Right, <clears throat> bringing some Mastodon into the list. Mastodon. You know, Mastodon was more of a, a progressive type rock band. Um, not really known for the hits. Not really known for singles. Um, you know, they do have videos and, and, you know, they're definitely not one of the three-minute, four-minute type bands. They usually songs are five to six to seven minutes long. Uh, they usually do like an eight-song album or a nine-song album. Uh, and this was a uh, song from The Hunter uh, back in 2011. Um, the song is called, you know, Curl of the Burl. Yeah. Curl of the Burl. Yeah. I think it's a good rock song. Uh, isn't very super memorable, but totally good. I totally love this band and, and totally you know, I dig their stuff. I agree with you 100%. I think you could have picked any of these songs off of this album and it would have been a winner, this being one of them. Uh, this is one of the great heavy metal albums of the 2010s. Mastodon is one of the great bands of the 2010s. And just to reiterate my thoughts, all over the place it's rated in the, in the top metal albums of the 2010s. Okay, great, uh, so, 
I mean, Kerrang had it number four. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it's that great, but yeah, it's up there, dude. I would definitely well, put it in the e top 20. Yeah, even if you it's know, it, uh, being that great, but at least, you know, these guys are consistent on their albums and, and stuff and, like and, that. And it can be get real heavy at times, but it's also got accessibility. Like right here, this song makes it a little more accessible to people, but you're also going to get some stuff that's like heavy, heavy. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a great band, dude, because it doesn't all sound the same. Great, Mastodon. And, and, and you know what I like about Mastodon too is there's three guys that do singing on it. So you yeah. don't always hear the same vocals from the drummer to the bass player to the guitarist. And all Love these it. guys, they switch off on singing either or they'll do mix on albums. Uh, great band. Let's go ahead and move on, man. Does your burrow curl? My burrow does curl. Let's go. Megadeth. All right. Uh, this was one of my choices I put on here. Um, I was just thought it was great to kind of, you know, a lot of bands that you don't hear about that were just huge at one point that they're still going. I know we're talking about 2011, but they're actually yeah. still going strong today. Uh, I wanted to throw them out there just to let everybody know that, hey, Megadeth, they're still here, guys. They're still putting out high quality music is everything great. No, but it's still high quality metal. They're still out touring. They're still doing some really good things. Uh this song is called Never Dead. It's off their 13 album from 2011. Uh, classic sound. And then, um, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, their bass player, uh, Ellison, came back. Yeah. This album was his first I album back since back he left. So that added some of that classic sound. Uh, but yeah, dude, it is Megadeth. Yeah, totally good back then. I think they were flip-flopping from independent releases. Um but these guys, you know, came out, did another Dave came back, so they, you know, got the two of the Daves rocking, having a good time. I uh, got a couple of young guys as a guitarist and, you know, a drummer, and they kind of rocked it and still there are you doing go. that. Listen so. to that, dude. <laughs> it sounds like Megadeth. Sure, sounds man. like yeah. Megadeth. So if you're a fan of Megadeth, they're still, and if you're a fan of Megadeth, you already know about this, but you go like, oh, I remember Megadeth. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're still doing it. Yeah. In 2011, they were still going strong. There you go. Uh, great, great. Just had to put it out there, put it on the list so everybody knew what was up. Now, this is rock. This, this is, I would say more metal, but you, in that sense of this is more. You know, yeah. yeah. Let's go. This ain't no Foster the People. Oh, shit, dude. <laughs> yeah. Here's another one. Mr. Big. You know that they not only want to be with you, but they also want to pull you from the undertow. <laughs> This is uh, Mr. Big. Uh, to be with you was their big hit in yeah. the, maybe the early 90s, late 80s. A power ballad. They were a hair band. Uh, but, man, this song, uh, album from 2011, uh, uh, What If? Yeah. The song is Undertow, man. They sound just as too, just as good as they did in their heyday. Oh, definitely. Um, Billy Sheehan, Paul Gilbert, um, Eric Martin is the foundation of this band. And, man, they just... You know, great. I think after around that grunge area when when uh, it got around, some of these bands kind of, I mean, were still marching forward, but they the record companies weren't really pushing their albums. So if this album may have got lost, but it's still out there in the world, and if you wanted it, you can find it and stuff like that. And just as you know, Chris, they're still big. They're still big in Japan. I, ah, bastards! Right, bastards! Come on, Japan, get with. The Big Top Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, dude, these bands are still going strong. We, you know, we put a lot of this stuff on here because it's stuff that, you know, we usually talk about, stuff where our episodes are about, but we want to be, let you guys know, hey, man, they're still putting out some high-quality music. Mr. Big, I mean, it's 
great. Let's go. All right. All right. This is from my, my side of the list. Um, this is, if you don't know, My Chemical Romance, third album called Danger Days, The True Lives of the Fabulous Joy Kills. So they took another, I don't want to say concept album, but uh, another feel of it. They took a different direction, more a little more electronic uh, feel to it. Um, you know, this was, the album was released in 2010, but this single was released 2011. Um, you know, great band that in, introduced, um, reinventing themselves and reinventing their sound. And that's what this third album was. Good, different, uh, loved it. Uh, saw them twice on this uh, tour cycle. Uh, I think it's good, man. It's also one of my uh, wife's favorite songs from this album. And also, uh, this album was really, really positive for me. I loved it. Where do you got it from this? I always try to... I always look at... I try to look at music. I mean, if you love a band, you're going to love a lot of stuff they do. Some less or some more than others. But I don't really listen to... Um, my chemical. I had to look down to remember the name of the damn band. That's how much I don't listen to them. And I'm like, okay, if I didn't know this was My Chemical Romance and I just heard this, what would I think about it? And I would probably not even have listened to it as long as we've listened to it already. It sounds like an electronica song. It does not sound like alternative rock, pop punk, power punk, whatever you want to call My Chemical Romance, because I do like the early stuff. Um, and this just just doesn't do it for me at all. But you know what? Sometimes you got to change. You got to grow. You got to do different things and so you don't say stagnant and uh, it worked for them obviously so uh, but, do, but don't we say that about some artists like they don't always want to hash off the same stuff they did on their on their album so you're pigeonholing me like they they put it out in the world they tour they tour they tour mm -hmm. they don't want to do the same songs over and over and over hey I got this different sound I got this different thing I want to try and they bring it to the band, and either it works or it doesn't work. A lot of times bands love it, and they, they t love to change directions. A lot of bands don't, and it kind of doesn't really I, work. I totally understand what you're saying, but if you're playing, if you're known for a certain sound, I'd rather you continue with that and maybe do slight changes, because as a listener, that's what I want to hear from you. If I want to hear something else, I'll go find it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, can, can I give you a little bit of elaborate on that one? Is Look at Metallica. They changed their sound to a little bit something different, and a lot of people didn't like it from their early part of the years. Now, Megadeth, obviously, they changed their sound a little bit, but it's pretty much the thrash thing throughout their whole career, always keeping that same sound. Metallica didn't want to do that. Did it work well for them? To me, it did, because they wanted to growth in different sounds. So sometimes it works with bands, and sometimes it doesn't. I see your point, Chris. Yep. We're going to agree to disagree, and All we're right. going to have a sword fight. All right. Let's go. Ooh. Uh, this was on my list. I put this. Okay. Number one, Nickelback, I think, gets a bad rap. I think they're actually a really good band. They do a lot of the softer stuff. That's why they get the bad rap, I think. But they're really good musicians. Um, I've never seen them in a concert, but that's kind of what I've seen from them. They do put on a good show. I'd love to see them. But this song is called When, uh, when We Stand Together. It's uh, from 2011, obviously, and the album is here and now. This is actually one of the bigger uh, songs on the rock charts as well. Um, I wanted to put it on there because they, at this point, were still dominating the world. Yeah, right. Um, not my favorite band, not my favorite song, but at this moment in 2011, they were one of the biggest rock bands. This was their biggest song from the album, so I wanted to throw it out there. I like their earlier stuff better. It's a little more rough. 
It's kind a of funny. more rock Their forward, earlier right? stuff, it's either total ballad uh-huh. or just rough around the edges rock, which is a side of them I do like better. Some of their ballad stuff they do do is okay, but I really like when they rock, they sound they, that's That's where I think they sound their best. Uh, but yeah, they get a bad rap, but it's Nickelback. Now, do you think it's a bad rap like Winger got? In that sense of, you know... I think so. These guys... You know, that's a great analogy, Greg. They kind of get the same... Yeah. A great band that's just gotten a bad rap for whatever people perceive them or when they see them, they're like, oh my God, look at Or something he said or something. So if you listen to... The way they look. Yes. I think Nickelback had something about the way they look. Oh God, look at these guys. Look at them with this long, curly, blonde hair. Or look at them with their short hair. Yeah, now he cut it. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so... But man, a great band. Check them out. I know a lot of people that are like Nickelback, whatever, but... They're a good band. They're not my favorite. I have one or two of their CDs. Yes, CDs. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go to the next song. All right, man. This is another Ooh. one uh, we've actually spoken about on one of our episodes, Night Ranger. Yeah. And it's off the, um, oh, what's the album name? Sorry, I didn't have it right Same thing. In front it, of me. Isn't uh, it called oh, yeah. Somewhere in California? Somewhere in California. This is the title track. Uh, I really thought this song was great to put on the show we're both from well you're from california i've been here for 20 plus years but man they talk about different areas in california uh, and in talking about this uh song before we went on air it's good to talk about you know some of the bands that we've done on previous episodes yes. you guys know they're still going 2011 but also it really does maybe the vocals aren't as on the point as they were back in the 80s but this sounds like night uh, this could have been just pulled off like an album from the 80s and then just like re-recorded it would have been like now, oh yeah that sounds like Night Ranger now does it go back to where you feel like Night Ranger uh, this is their bread and butter sound where Dude, they they feel it and then they didn't the chorus right here it. this is it this is Night Ranger this yes. is what part of the song got me like oh my god that's a Night Ranger you, yeah. could, you wouldn't I wouldn't have to tell you you would know yeah that's what I'm saying so like you know they changed their sound but they didn't grow too far in advance of like oh my god this is blah 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 Exactly. I agree. I thought it was a great song. Uh, I'm glad you brought it into the list. 2010. I don't even think I knew that they had an album, but hearing this song totally rocks. Yeah. It sounds good. It doesn't, you know, if I saw it live, I'd be totally into it too. Yeah, so. you'd be, yeah, you would be. You'd be swinging <laughs> your shirt off, swinging it in the air. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, I brought this in uh, for two reasons. Um, I'm not really a Pink fan. This is this song is called uh, "Fucking Perfect." Uh, it's from Pink, from her greatest hits. Um, I thought it was a great song, um, and it kind of tells a great message to ladies, young ladies, women around the world that sometimes, or even guys if you want to look at it, that be yourself, and if no one, if they don't think you're perfect, you're, at least in your mind, you're fucking perfect. And I liked that positive message she put out there for anybody. So, you know, we all know that we're all, all of us inside are not perfect as the sense of we're all Barbie dolls and Ken dolls. But some of us, not like Chris over here, the sculpted gentleman he is. Uh, but it's great to know in your mind that sometimes you can be perfect in your fucking mind. And I love this song for that. You I thought it was good. Uh, I like Pink. I like her voice. I like the way she carries herself. Yeah. And I love her voice. It's got a little grit to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, not all of her songs for me are great i do really like this one and there are some other ones that i do really like but yeah she's she's great and said everything i wanted to say i i always hear a lot of good things about her live show like she throws on a good fucking show and i was like oh man that sounds good oops oops 
<laughs> All uh, right, man. Yeah, dude. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. All right, let's go to the uh, next one. All right. This is a band from Finland called Reckless Love. Yeah. And um, I don't even remember. I think the way I discovered this band is from a website called Sleaze Rock. Yes, I, believe. I think you did. R-O-X-X, Sleaze Rocks. And, man, their first album was just, like, out of the 80s. It was, they're really waving that flag of 80s glam hair metal. 2010's Reckless Love self-titled album this is their second album Animal Attraction and man it's just a continuation of the first album it's every ingredient of yeah. 80's glam and hair metal I love it uh, sing-along choruses sing-along choruses uh, their first album was just so great it was, and I'm glad they followed it up with another solid album they've kind of started to do other things they've entered a lot some electronic stuff in their music so I really haven't listened much to their newer stuff but uh, they came out with an album in 2022 they're still going strong uh, but man I had to put this on there man a, a newer band that's still going strong a lot of it coming out of Europe especially Scandinavian countries but man which love, love us they're great they love the Big Talk they podcast and Finland we love you yeah. we don't we tell you, you enough <laughs> we love Reckless Love and this video, I believe, was shot in L.A. If you watched the video, yes, music video. Uh, <laughs> it's great, dude. And uh, man, Totally cool, man. I want, if they want to tell me where that van is from the video, I want that van. Oh. I want the van. Little guitar solo right here. It's great. Right, dude? It's rocking, man. Stuff, All right, you know what? Let's go to the next song. Yeah, this is another one from my list, uh, Rise Against, uh, from the album... Endgame. Help is on the way. Yeah, another band I really don't listen to that much, but um, yeah, Greg throws it out there. I gotta, I gotta listen to it. Good stuff, dude. I, I, I got no problem with this band, dude. Um, and sometimes I don't think the singer's vocals fit the music very okay. well, but it's not. It's, it's all right. Yeah, this band is from Chicago. Um, like I said, this was another band my wife really loved, um, and she kind of got me into it. Um, you know, it was funny because every time they came in concert, she would always want to go, hey, let's go. Hey, Rise Against is coming, whether they supported or they were the main act. And when they headlined, you know, Chris, they I don't want to say they're in the pop-punk category, but they pull a lot of good punk rock soundish material, um, and it's good. It's almost... Rock, pop rock, or pop punk, however you want to look at yeah. it. But I think this is a great band, straightforward. Um, their message is always a positive message more than negative. Um, you know, fourth album comes good. 2011, I remember this. A lot of good stuff, man. Have nothing really yeah, bad dude, to say I'm, about Rise I'm, Against, other than, you know, I've seen it many times. I'm sitting here bobbing good. in my chair, dude. I'm, yeah, I, I think it's great. Yeah, it's great, dude. Sounds good, um, man. Let's go. Right, Mr. Sebastian Bach from the band Skid Row. Uh, this is uh, his uh, off his solo album, uh, Kicking and Screaming. Kicking and Screaming. God, I just I don't know, dude. I need another Zoa <laughs> or something stronger. Something stronger. I need some beers. 
There you go. Uh, let's go here. Brrr. Kicking and screaming. There we go. This song is called I'm Alive. Uh, you know, the first, his first solo album, uh, or excuse me, Angel Down, which was his second album, solo album, was so good. It was another one that was hard to follow up. thought he did a great job with kicking and screaming, following up. Uh, it's good to see, you know, because he has such a great voice. I'm glad yeah. he was able to carry on solo uh, in the wake of, of Skid, Skid Row. Row. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is his third release. Uh, same thing, kicking and screaming. I dig it. I liked this song. This You can hear his vocals a little more, and it sounded Skid Row-ish or back in the, the, from yeah. the first three albums. So I dig it. Um, I think we've seen him open once. He was opening for, I want to say, Judas Priest or another band, and we kind of saw him live. And they'll say he plays some of these songs, and he also plays a lot of Skid Row. Yeah. So um, really nothing bad to say about Sebastian. Um, sounds good. Uh, good rocking song. Good rocking album. Yeah, kind of go from that. I think you've really hit the nail on the head. Let's go. Seether, country song. I don't know. How do you feel about this band? You know that when I first heard them, uh, the first two albums were really good, really memorable for me, and I kind of caught my ear. Um, I know they're some. They're from South Africa, mm-hmm. and which do love us out there on the Big Talk podcast. Yes, I know you guys love us out there in South Africa, um, but. That's how I kind of knew of them. Um, and I usually, when I hear um, on the radio, like the new songs that come out, I usually dig it. I don't usually change it. Um, I don't mind the guy's voice. This song in general, called a country song, so, you know, more country rockish, didn't love. But, you know, sometimes in a certain time frame, they want to try something new. Hey, I'll give it to these guys. Other songs I've heard many, you know, from... Back in the, uh, the first albums to today, a lot of the songs are very memorable to me. So I don't hate this band. This album is probably okay for me, but hey, it is yeah, what it is. I, uh, this isn't one of my super top favorite bands, uh, but I did have to throw them out there. They basically won all the rock awards in 2011. Yeah. Best song, top artist, song of the year, everything was Seether from this year so we had to put them on here kind of show you guys this is what rock this is what the top rock was listening to and yeah I wanted to mix it up a little bit and so I threw this one on I could have picked a couple other ones from this album but uh, a little something different from them and, yeah and that's fine totally uh, but like I said not one of my super favorite bands but 2011 they were it seems like they were everybody's yeah definitely uh, there we go let's go to the next one Sick Puppies with the song Riptide. Now, I don't really know how I found this band, but I remember um, they have this song called The Odd One that's from before this, a couple albums before this, maybe the album before this. And I don't know why I became so infatuated with that song. I just listened to it over and over and over yeah. again. Um, I just like their sound. Um, so this is kind of like one that I snuck in the list because I really like this song, the whole album as a whole, is not the greatest thing, but I really like this song. Um, I like the chorus. Just how it kind of is like this, and then the chorus brings it up level, and they bring it down. I think it's great. I want to say I've heard of the band. I, I don't own any, own any albums, but, um, you know, from what I hear from them, it sounds good, man. Like I said, I may know hits, but I may not know the whole yeah. album in yeah. general. You know? I, yeah, I think that's exactly. You're hitting, you're hitting the 
nail on the head with and all like of I what said, if they were on tour or they were there opening for a band that I was there to see, I would definitely be happy to check them out and listen to them and maybe try to win me over on a few other songs and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, they get they have a, they do a lot of like unusual like um, up and uh, down up up and downs. And they do a lot of time changes within the yeah. song, so it, it, it just gives a little differentiation and a little wrinkle in the song. So love them for that. Uh, let's go to the next song. All right. Out there. Sick Puppies. Yeah, this is on my list. If you guys don't and know. my list. Oh. <laughs> this is one of the same ones we had? Yeah, the dupe. All right. Uh, 6 a.m., which is Nikki Six from Motley Crue, decided to do a little side project, which he has many. Um, but this kind of stuck. Uh, this is from their second album. Mm-hmm. Um, but this song was great. I think it's a great rock song. Um, yep. Loved it. And this actually whole album was really good. If you haven't heard it, really give it a good uh, chance. Um, this is a great band, too. Um, Michael the Singer, great, great vocals. Uh, DJ Ashbon, guitar. And then you have, of course, Nikki Six holding it down with the bass line. And they have, I think they have a different drummer rotation. Yeah. But whatever. Uh, great album. We've seen, I've, I've seen them two or three times on tour. Um, great band. Love it. I love this song, too. Oh, yeah. A lot of great songs from 6 a.m. Yeah, this great side project. Probably one of, the one of if not the best one he's done. Uh, hit number 10 on the charts in the U.S. Um, I, this is, it's, it's got a real um, ear-friendly sound to it. DJ Ashba's guitar playing is phenomenal. Um, I believe it's also a companion to um, his book, his photo book. Oh, his photo book. Yeah, I have it on the bookshelf over here. Because just like the one uh, before that was for uh, the Heroin Diaries soundtrack for that book, which is all a great book. If you guys haven't read that, go read it. But yeah, we had this was one of the another one of those that was uh, on top of the rock music charts. I think I own the CD, maybe, or something like that. But, man, I love it. This is great. Great album from top to bottom. Yeah, I have nothing bad to say about 6 a.m., man. Nothing bad are, to say about To me, they, are, they do have more of a modern sound than the classic Motley Crue sound. But I, I dig it, and it really works for me. So right, nothing bad to say about it. Whoa, yeah. Why are you dancing, Chris? Chris is dancing again. I'm not dancing. I'm choking. Oh, he's choking. <laughs> All right, uh, the artist is Skrillex, which we talked about earlier with Korn. Uh, he did a little EP, but this one was a little differently. So if you're familiar, he pulled out the two remaining gentlemen from The Doors, um, Ray and Robbie Krieger. Krieger? Krieger. And, Krieger. And, you know, they wanted to mix modern sound or the sound of 2011 with the yesteryears of those gentlemen from The Doors. And they kind of came up with this, which is not the, my best, not my favorite, but I wanted to bring this to Chris because this was the sound of 2011. Are you ready for the next one? <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. n- nothing to say about it. Not, not even the, from the Doors point of view, not even from, you know, the DJ uh, thing. Not, okay. wasn't a big fan. Got it. Hey, why don't you go ahead and move on to it, man? Because we just want to throw it out uh, there. If you want. Yeah, dude. It was, but, you know, 2011. Let's go. All right. One of our favorites, Steel Panther. Oh, I hate this band. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> oh, man. I'm this lying. Was, I'm lying. I'm lying. This was off their second album, Balls Out from Hell 2011. Yeah. Oh, man. I love Steel Panther, although I'm kind of over the live show and 
I'm yeah, already, why already, are you pissing me off, man? And I've already gone. I over love that. the bike. I love them, man. This song is called. Hey, did you know they released a new album two weeks ago? Um, yeah, dude. I think I saw something about that. You should listen to it, man. It's, on it's the prowl. Good. Yeah. Um, so this song is called Just Like Tiger Woods. I love the story it tells, dude. It's like, oh, you want to be like Tiger Woods? Yeah. This is what you got to do. <laughs> want to fill all the holes in the neighborhood? Yep. And it's, it's a great song for what they do. It's one of my favorites, if not the favorite song that they've done. Uh, you know Steel Panther? You know Tiger Woods history? Mash them together. This song, love it. It's on my gym mix. Nice. Totally good. Uh, like I said, I love Steel Panther also. Uh, the second album was just as good as their first album. Uh, a lot of good stuff. Like I said, me and Chris being live. Chris is over it. I'm not. I can go check him out anytime because you know I love that shit. Uh, but great album, great song. That's cool, man. I love this. Check it out, man. Steel Panther. All right, let's go. Bye bye. Yeah. All right, Corey Taylor from Slipknot did a solo album, or he sorry, not a solo album. He had a side group, which this was his first band before Slipknot and then he went back and forth from Slipknot mm -hmm. to Stone Sour. This is off their third album uh, and uh, this was one of the singles like I said, it was released in 2010 but the single came out on 2011 and that's why it's on my list. I think it's a great song. Um, Heartache. You know, these guys, he must have been because there's a few songs that he talks about heartache and sorrow and going through shit uh, but this is one of the songs I really love. Totally took it away. It's called Hesitate. I love it. It's a great rock song. So everything you said, I agree with. Okay. But let me just take it a step further. This is how you do it. This is why they have side projects. Leave Slipping On and Alone. Go do this with another band. Okay. Love it. That, that I, you know, Don't change the sound of the band. If you want to do something else, go do something else. I'm glad he did because Stone Sour is a great band. I, I, they do phenomenal stuff. Um, Slipknot can be a little intense for me at times. Man, I, I have nothing bad to say at all. You like the smooth, uh, so this this would be considered rock or hard rock. I like and my rock like I drive. Is, nice, is, and nice and smooth. <laughs> uh, great album, guys. Go check it out, yeah. man, if you're not into to, uh, Stone Sour. This is great Love stuff, man. It. Go ahead and move on, Chris. This is great, man. Ooh. All right, guys, this is a band called the treatment um they're from england uh formed in 2008 this album came out in uh 2011 it is called uh this might hurt it was their debut album it sounds like it could have just gotten pulled out of the 80s it's right up our alley uh sing-along great guitar work just straight ahead rock and roll they're still going strong uh, they just released an album in 2021. I mean, they've, they've done collabs with Reckless Love. Uh, but yeah, man, they love it, dude. This is actually one of their singles, uh, Shake the Mountain. I think they're great. Dude, dude. it sounds good, man. Yeah, There's a really lot of good, good stuff on yeah, here, man. It's a and good I, album. I'm glad you brought different countries' uh, um, music into the playlist because. You know, if you didn't normally hear it, man, you can give it a good sound. And not just America has great rock. Other countries have some great rock, which obviously you heard from our list out there, man. Yeah, Sounds good, man. Absolutely. And, and I know we mentioned it before, but, um, you know, you got to find your places where you are going to um, find your information about music that may not be as popular or as big as, as, as mainstream. Um, 
the, the website, the Sleaze Rocks that I talked about yeah. earlier. It's a great place to go to find music if you're into this, just like we are. You can find a lot. They do lists of every year of their top albums. They do a listener poll. They do all this stuff. You can go find it. Some stuff you're going to like, some stuff you're not. You're going to find a lot of good stuff. It's a great place to just go find new music by old bands or new music by new bands. It's a yeah. great place to go. Sleaze Rocks. Go check it out, dude. They, they, it's a great little website. Sounds Big good, man. website, actually. Yeah. Let's go to the next song. Oh, I had to put on some metalcore in this. Uh, it was huge. Still is huge. 2011. Trivium. Uh their uh, second album, I believe. I believe was it their yeah, second? Fifth album. Fifth. Oh, Jesus Christ, dude. But I'm, so the album before this yeah. was considered like a masterpiece. Uh, two albums before that. Was it? I thought it was the I one. I think the, al- the album 2006, it was called The Crusade. Okay. That was the one that All was right. the big. Well, the you big. go ahead. You talk to it then. Well, no, go I'm ahead, saying this ahead. is the fifth album. It's called In Waves. Uh, Trivium, Trivium is a great, great modern metal band uh these guys are still going out today throwing throwing great great music out there a lot of good stuff um i like this band i really do man it's it's they may not be known for their hits but you know if you want to hear a good rock album get some aggression out this is some good stuff man is this on your gym mix too this is not this is not um i just wanted to put some metal core on there yeah and uh just talking to some of the guys i know and then said hey you know what should we put on it this was one of the bands they, they gave me some I listened to some of it this is the one I was like oh yeah let's put this on there. sounds great man I'm glad uh, you know some guys are listening I guess to I should have done more research about it because I obviously don't know shit about them it's okay man they're still good <laughs> but it's a great band dude yeah you know what I did listen to you know maybe about half of this album uh, and some of their other uh, uh, some of the other bands that are in this genre but this is the one I took away is like kind of like felt yeah. like the premier band of this yeah. well, let's good go good stuff man I love it Volbeat. The song is A Warrior's Call. You know, I'm familiar with this band um, just um, because um, I've heard a lot of their, I heard some of their songs. Um, I don't think they're bad, but it's just not the style of rock that I'm into. But I do, I've heard of them. I heard a lot of songs. You know, if, like I said, if they were in concert, I'd be down to, oh yeah, check them out and rock and roll with them. I, I found this band one day. I was actually on vacation visiting my parents, and I was driving to the gym or something. I don't know what. And a Volbeat song came out, and I'd never heard of them. I go, oh, my gosh, what is this? And I couldn't remember, and I kind of remembered, like, one of the lines in the song, so it took me forever to figure out who it was. Yeah. And I've been a fan of theirs ever since. Uh, the album came out in 2010. This song came out in 2011, so this is the one I choose. It's not my favorite song off the album. There's uh-huh. a couple others that I really like a lot more. But 2011, let's keep it there. I do like this band. I follow them. Uh, some of their stuff, it's up and down with them. At yeah. Times. They can have a lot of uneven stuff. I like it when they're straight up just like this rock and roll with the heavy drum in the back, chorus singing along. Yeah. That's when they're at their best. When they start trying to fuck with that formula, it doesn't do it for me. So they're... When they're great, they're fucking great. When they're not, they're not. So they have that big divide and an unevenness. So I kind of just pick, listen to the album, pick, 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 pick. And that's pick, what I'm gonna, yeah. pick and choose. And what yeah. All right, so man, it's, sounds it's good. A band dude. like that. So, but I do really like them. Check them out, guys. Bull beat. They're great. Yeah. Whoa. Now this is Warrant. 
without Janie Lane, obviously. I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, did he pass away in 2011, 2010? Yeah, yeah I think 2010. Um, this is a song, Rockaholic. The song is called Innocence Gone. Um, I uh, Robert Mason's the singer, so that he's is the correct. one from uh, uh, Lynch Mob. Lynch Mob. Uh, if you, um, there was a small debate on whether or not we were going to put the song on. Uh, we both talked about abuse, but I think the fact that you can't compare when a band replaces their singers, you try if you can't. You don't want to compare it to their greatness. With Janie Lane, they were great. Yeah. They were larger than life greatness. But in a vacuum, this is a really good song, and I really liked it a lot. Yeah, it's, it's a great rock song. I agree with you on that one. And when Chris said, because like I said, we really were debating on, on it, I didn't want it on there, because I know there's a ton of Warrant songs that I could you know, pick and choose and we talk about. But this was kind of like, these years of, of Robert Mason are not my favorite. I guess it's because I love Lane so much, but still, you know, I want to give it a shot, you know, and still, it's still the other five guys or four guys in the band that are still rock and rolling. This guy, a new singer, got to move forward. So, yeah, it is what it is compared to classic Warrant. Yeah. No, but on its own. Yeah, dude, it's not bad. And, you know, we got to throw it out there. Dude, these bands are still trucking along. They may replace their singer. They're going to replace members, but they're still putting music out. And I think that's the important thing. If you would have said this is, you know, the red table. I would I would have been oh okay cool oh, new yeah, band new, table, new yeah. band the red table this sounds good you said oh it's uh, you know a singer and the guy's Warrant and then I'm like oh so telling me it's Warrant I'm not digging it telling me it's somebody else oh I may be more into well, it okay Alter Bridge it's Creed with a different singer if you would say this is Creed with a different singer yeah but you know but then, Alter Bridge did it, but, but they but they put enough they put enough um, albums out. To say that they stand out from Creed, I think they're better than Creed. Also, yeah, I, think it, I, I, I want to agree with you on that. Like Creed was one thing they were starting off. They're doing this. These guys are differently different at a different time where they're more seasoned yeah. and they moved forward and do it in a good different way. So, but yeah, um, you're right. Let's move on. This is actually right. the next one is going to be the last song. Okay. Party with such sweet sorrow. Let's go. <laughs> Another another band that we we just recently talked about, uh, White Snake. Uh, this song is called "Love Will Set You Free." It is off the Forevermore album from 2011. Is it White Snake or is it David Coverdale? David Coverdale yeah. band. Yeah. David Coverdale singing with whoever <laughs> he wants. That it's got this, these guys for this song. <laughs> and the next song he brought in new guys. Uh, Where's Rudy? Where's Tommy Aldridge? Hey man. Where's Adrian hey, Vandenberg? Hey man. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. we got to put this in there. It, it, they're still going strong. Yeah, dude. definitely. They're still going. Uh, 2019, they had a, um, an album that came out, but man, it, it's not the greatest thing they've ever done. Um, at times, the vocals kind of sound a little weird to me, but all that being said, it's White Snake. It's 2011. They're still going strong. You got to put it on this list. Um, it's a top rock album from this year for this kind of music, for hair bands. It's, I mean, sometimes I feel like when a band comes out with something a lot, like 20 years after yeah. their heyday, their classic lineups, their classic albums, you do that comparison like we were just talking about with Warren. But when you take things and say, this isn't White Snake, this is The Blue Table. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude, they're okay. It's actually White Snake. Oh. And then you start comparing it to Still the Night, Here I Go Again, yeah. Slide It In, that shit. 
So on a standalone in a vacuum, yes, dude. Love it. It's great. Uh, you know, the bands are still going strong. Yeah, that's part of the show that we can do whatever we want because it's our damn podcast. <laughs> we want to, you know, here's the pop music that was uh, popular during yeah. the time. Here's some stuff you've never heard of. Here's stuff that Chris puts on the list but doesn't know anything about the fucking <laughs> band uh, just because he thinks he's cool. Oh. I'm cool, dude. I'm just in the metal core. Um, Chris is cool. Uh, but, you know, uh, and then you got the bands that are old school but are coming out with new stuff still. Yeah. So, man, he. We had to put a little bit of everything on there for everybody, for Good. all of our, our all of our citizens of the Big Talk Nation. Because hey, man, we do it for you. And White Snake. There you go. Too. There you go. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is our last song here. I just want to remind everybody to get a hold of us on TikTok and Instagram, BigTalkCG.podcast. Gmail. You can get a hold of us. BigTalkCG at gmail.com. We are on Twitter at Big Talk CG, and we're also on Facebook. Man, I don't know what else to say. Go to our link tree. You can find it everywhere you can stream us. The main yeah. places are Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Samsung, Podbean. I don't got anything else to say, baby. Yeah. Dude, you rambled on during the solo. I could not hear the solo, and here you are rambling on. Shut up. <laughs> I'm kidding, man. Anyways. This is Greg from Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg, right? (laughs) Don't forget to listen to our next episode because we're going to be still talking about 2011, but this time we're going to go into movies and television and anything else we can think of of 2011. All right. Once again, this is Greg from Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. See ya.